good afternoon um so i want to talk something which is very close to my heart so if you could turn with me to genesis chapter 17 uh, sorry 26 verse 17 genesis 26 chapter and verse 17 so isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of gerar where he settled isaac reopened the wells that had been that had been dug in the time of his father abraham which the philistines had stopped up after abraham died and he gave them the same names his father had given them let's just pray father we thank you for your word we ask you to be with us as i open up the scripture god holy spirit we need your intervention for all of us in jesus name amen i don't know about you but i feel uh, i always dream of revival i don't think anyone in this room have actually you know been part of uh, a proper revival you know spirit of god coming and sweeping over the churches and the effect of that has been seen outside the church building neighborhood people you know just people started coming and experiencing the work of god i always pray for god to do that even in our church so i don't mind our church becoming the catalyst for something like that yes as we meet together to worship suddenly the spirit of god breaks in and things will never be the same again for all of us not just for leaders and all of us who are sitting and listening to me at the moment you will all be leaders instantly and if you all those reluctant people i don't want to do anything you cannot resist it because it's going to be the work of the spirit so manishan minita get ready <laughs> you know you can't i'm just telling you actually you can't church will never be the same again i dream of these things i think and i pray then i've been thinking why it is not happening i hear leaders who have gone ahead of me and they said they have been praying i recently i was talking to uh, um terry burgo in his in his prayer he said crying out to god god send revival i want to i want to live i want to be part of a revival i don't know whether it is your prayer it is definitely my prayer we see a lot of good things in our midst and after sometimes we we just believe that our oh, good things are happening so that the church must be really doing what it's supposed to do i'm not against doing good things i think we should as long as we live and function we should do good things but i think we are not called only to just do good things and live happily enjoy everyone that is not the purpose of the church the purpose of the church is much much greater than that and i do believe it cannot happen without the move of the holy spirit the only way the church will come into her fullness it is only through the holy spirit so i want us to really tune our ears and our hearts to this very thing oh 
it is going to be about the holy spirit now many of us if you are um, generally when we think of the holy spirit it is like this most of us who, who are filled with the holy spirit and believe in the manifestation of the holy spirit we have limited the holy spirit activity just to praying in tongues for 2 minutes when we pray in tongues for 2 minutes we think that oh now i am in absolute you know flow with the holy spirit and then we get back to our routine and we go back and do what we have to do but i don't think that is what the holy spirit is here for in second corinthians i don't know whether you i shared this we we do that i mean i made that as a practice for some time ago paul's paul says in second corinthians 15 now may the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of the father and the fellowship of the holy spirit abide with you now and forever many churches have used that as the benediction it has almost remained as a forte for the pastor to use that scripture and give a final benediction to every one it is never meant to be a final benediction scripture it is meant for us to live in the good of it and in the truth of it what is the truth now may the grace of our lord jesus christ apostle john writes grace and truth has come to us through jesus christ love of the father same apostle wrote in his epistle and he said and he said god is love he loved us first therefore we are able to love him now by the grace of our lord jesus christ love of the father and then he says so fellowship of the holy spirit fellowship of the holy spirit is what is left for us we know that the love of the father um, grace of our lord jesus christ but the fellowship is the one that is going to make all the difference unfortunately we have lost the fellowship with the holy spirit i'm not saying that everyone have lost the fellowship with the holy spirit majority have an understanding oh i know holy spirit is there so how do i connect with the holy spirit praying in tongues now praying in tongues does help you to stir up your spirit and sometimes words are not enough to express what our spirit wants to communicate and the holy spirit enables us to do that but that is not what the only thing the holy spirit came for holy spirit has come to have fellowship with us and that fellowship is never meant to be broken in that fellowship the relationship must be maintained so we must treat if i am you know not if i am i am julie is my wife and for us our relationship is very important if i do something if i ill treat her our relationship comes to a kind of stress in the relationship and that's what it matters sometime in 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 real life when we are to relate with the holy spirit there are things that we do can actually hinder our fellowship and our connection with the holy spirit i want us to look at the scripture again and keep all those things what i shared earlier in the back of your head so isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of gerar where he settled isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father 
Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. And he gave them the same names his father had given them. Here is Isaac, Abraham's son, became very wealthy like his father, very influential. And this king, Abimelech, he comes and he says to them, look, you guys leave from this place. You guys are too powerful for me. We as a nation, because this, he is a king, Abimelech king. And he comes and says, you are too powerful for us. Brothers and sisters, we need to hear this truth for ourselves. We, because God is with us, because God is with us, and I think it is not in, a, in an, an arrogant way, but I believe others must be afraid of us. Not because we want to attack them, we want to do anything bad to those people, because God with us is a powerful statement. We have God with us. Not just so you look around the government and the policies and the politics and everything is pointing towards something that is not going to help us immediately. Economic uh, economy is going down and everything is in that phase. But if we fix our eyes on those things, in all likelihood, we are going to be disappointed. But we are called, the Bible says, salvation comes from the Lord. We think that immediately our thought of salvation means, oh, I was saved, that salvation comes from the Lord. Salvation simply means saving. God is in the business of saving people, not just individuals. Look at the history where in the Old Testament you see a number of stories where where the, the Israelites, when they stood before the Red Sea, they could hear the, the chariots are coming to them. They were to be slaughtered in that place. And God opens the Red Sea. And what was the response that he required from the people? There's only one response that he required. Be still and know that I am God. I am your salvation. Salvation comes from the Lord. In the, in the story of um, Joshua leading the people into the promised land. Just before that they had the Jericho wall around them. And they, what was asked to do? They were asked to walk around the wall of Jericho. How many days? Seven days. Walk, how, do, how are you supposed to do? Just walk silently. On the seventh day, give a victory shout. And what happened? The wall came down. Salvation comes from the Lord. You see, in the New Testament, when Peter and John were put in prison, they were, I mean, they were sleeping in the prison. They knew that we are settled in, you know, kind of, we are not going to get out of this place easily. And angel of the Lord comes. Break open the prison doors and set them free. Brothers and sisters, you and I, when we live, particularly in the times that we are living in, we need to be aware, we need to be reminded of this wonderful truth. Salvation comes from the Lord. From nowhere else, but from the Lord. And he has proved this truth again and again and again. Salvation comes from the Lord. Here in this story, Abimelech is asking, you are too powerful. It's rightly so, because God was with Isaac. When God is with us, everyone will be afraid of us. Now, Isaac was very prosperous. And the only way... In those days, they measured one's prosperity based on the livestock and the cattle and all the herds that you have. 
And Isaac had plenty. He was very wealthy and powerful. And the Abimelech king comes and says that, you know, it's time that you leave this place. And he moved to Gerar. When he reached there, he realized that, oh, I'm too wealthy, but I have all the things. I've got servants. I've got people to protect me. All those things I have, but I don't have the very essential thing that I need now, which is water. Isn't that the story for us, brothers and sisters? It is a story for us today. Our influence, our material, um, all the things that we need for life, and it's all happening. I don't think anyone seated here are really or necessarily poor. That doesn't mean that we are wealthy and very rich. I think God has been faithful to us all through. And he has provided and he will continue to provide. But I'm looking at the church and churches increasingly. I'm feeling there is something that is lacking in the church. It is not the technology. It is not the, the eloquent preaching. It is not the, the programs in the church. It is not the buildings. It is not the, you know, the um, um, various other things that we can do and we are doing for the church. It is only one thing that is missing, the living work, the Holy Spirit. The water that's supposed to be there. The church was supposed to be the, made a mark of difference with the, with the work of the Holy Spirit. That activity of the Holy Spirit is actually missing in the church. Isaac came to this place and he said, oh, I don't have water. What do I do? Why there is no water? It says the Philistines, they filled up the wells with earth. Another version, it says other things. They filled up the well. Abraham, his father, has dug many wells because they needed water. He also was very wealthy and he had a lot of people with him. So they dug up wells wherever they went. And now the sun has come to find out they needed water and they don't have wells because the Philistines are filled up. Philistines, these guys, are who are they? They are enemies. And I know the church is supposed to be that well for God. Well for, you know, it's really a well where people come to, to enjoy life. People come to receive life. People come to experience life. And these wells were closed up. And the Philistines, there is a real attack of the evil one, which we are all aware of it. Satan is out to destroy the works of God. So there is a real attack of the Philistines' work, which is a satanic work against the church of Christ. That's why Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. I will build my church. There is going to be trouble, but I will. So there is going to be an attack on the church. So we are not, we are not just living in an ignorance of that. But what I want to focus on, not that one. Yes, it is there. That's why even Paul writes, writes to the, uh, the, uh, the Ephesians church and he says that, therefore put on the whole armor of God with which you can extinguish every fiery darts of the evil one. So there will be attack and we must be prepared. But I'm going to talk about something which actually 
the wells that have been closed up by one is the enemy and secondly wells that have been closed up because there are things that you put into that well if you have been part of uh, a village you come from goa mangalore or uh, kerala these kind of places you'll find in uh, in those days much before buildings or every every plot had a well if you're living there's a house there and one of the first thing that they do there is to dig a well find the water and they build the house and of course then um, life continues for them and then you see after a period of time no one is staying in that house but the well is there people tend to drop dump old things the things that they don't want the rubbish things they fill in that and over a period of time the well gets filled and there is nothing there it is still a well but there is no water you cannot draw water from there simply for this reason because a lot of rubbish has fallen into it and i want to submit this to you today morning today this afternoon that you got to ask god what are the rubbish that is come into your well what are the rubbish that you come into look at isaac when he knew the need of the hour is water and i feel the need of the hour for the church is not some more technology is not some more programs the need of the hour for the church is another move of the holy spirit and that move of the holy spirit will not happen only when you pray in 2 minutes in tongues that move of the spirit will not happen when you attend sunday church just attending sunday church that move of the spirit will not happen only when you just give tithing or you give uh, a special offering to the church or, or the anything related to mission that it is all important i'm not saying it is not that move of the spirit will happen when everyone does what isaac did he dug up the old wells he dug up the old wells that's what he did now here i want to draw your attention brothers and sisters what are some of those things that has fallen into that well that closed up the well for you what are some of the things that actually stop the water to be seen in the well for you i'll tell you one of the thing that actually causing a lot of problem for today is is the kind of things that uh, comes through this the kind of things that comes through the other form of other screens to name few netflix i can see realization is setting in netflix i'm not saying that everything that comes through netflix is bad but i'm not fully convinced that you have all the ability to resist everything that comes through netflix you only choose what is good there are amazon prime you know when i when i talk to people i hear loads of i'm not i'm telling you i have seen some things 
in Netflix. I don't, we don't have it now. Something I just bothered me a bit. No, it's not not bit. It bothered me a lot. Some of those things will not help you to have water in your well. There are different types of addictions. It is now we come to a place, we want, when we, why we are not able to even pray for revival, you know why? Because we got used to, used to tap water. We don't believe that there is something, if all the tap water stops, my question is, where will you drink water from? If there is a well, we'll all run to that well. We got to used to the tap water. We got to used to the things that comes to us directly, and as a result of that, we get used to it, and we keep dumping things in the well. And Isaac, instead of finding new methods and new ideas, and he said, "My father has dug up some well in this area called Gerar. Let me, let me just see whether." those wells can be opened up. These Philistines have closed up those wells, but I'm going to actually open up the wells. You look at the church history, brothers and sisters, it is not, it is not the programs, it is not some, you know, fancy buildings, it is not some eloquent preaching that brought the revival, it is when the church repented and turned to God, there was a revival. And that will not happen, brothers and sisters, unless we reopen the wells that has been closed up. Now, I'm not saying that you are entirely responsible for closing of the well, but I know for sure you have contributed in closing up the well. And there's only one way that we can actually see a change happens. Now, some of you think that, you know, you know, I don't agree with you. Netflix is after all is not bad. Or Amazon Prime, you know, is not bad. Agree. I'm not saying that. But if you think it is not bad, but if you think it is so good, it is helping my spiritual life so much, I am in love with God after watching Netflix. I am in love with God after seeing those programs. I just, out of me, rivers of living waters flowing. When I look at a person, I can see it. God is working through me. I want to say that then I follow you. But that's not the case. I've gone through temptations. I've gone through difficulties in my life. I know that none of these things really, really help us to come to that place of really the flow of the Spirit. You want to continue business as usual, you can do all that what you're doing. We will not see a revival. I can tell you that. Now, that doesn't mean that when you stop those things which I mentioned, revival will come. Don't ask me. I stop. Where is the revival? That is not the question you should ask me. It is to actually help you open up the well so that your relationship with God once again would be reestablished. I think there is a problem in church. Let's keep it to ourselves at the moment. 
let's not look elsewhere i think think about those areas where you are addicted to think about those areas the way you feel that oh i need this bit in my life now that is not only the things that you watch the things that you consume the things that are you know addictions that you are in brothers and sisters when you stand before god if you get a chance to stand before god you cannot say that i was part of living hope church therefore take me in that doesn't work and i can tell you that the only thing that works the only thing that matters our relationship with god and i believe some of the things that we are doing in life some of some of the some of our lifestyles are not helping our relationship with god and the spirit of god is quenched the spirit of god is grieved and the spirit of god is not able to have flowing free flowing fellowship with us and i want that position to be changed for us as a church for that we need to dig the well again we need to dig the well again isaac did it like a faithful son know his father so well he said my father has dug the wells and i can't think of from that moment isaac was not perfect but he knew in his difficulty what to do we are not perfect at least we should know in our difficulty where to turn to let's not turn to some more program let's not turn to some more activity let's turn to the source of every life the source of life comes from god and we don't want to you know kind of end our story with isaac we we'll actually move from isaac to jesus who knew his father so well and he said out of me rivers of living water his well was never closed up that well was always open for 24/7 and that well is even open today and he said he said when he came to when he introduced himself he said the spirit of the sovereign lord is on me he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor to bind up the broken hearted to bring sight to the blind to set the captives free to declare the year of the lord's favor he did that because his father and him they were you know it was a perfect perfect connection our perfect model is not isaac a perfect model is actually jesus and that's my submission to you today let's really look to jesus really look to jesus and see what jesus has to say in uh, in uh, jeremiah chapter um, jeremiah chapter 3 um there is a verse it says there are two sins that i hold against my people they turned away from me and they started digging their own cisterns they turned away from me 
if you have turned away from god you started digging things and thinking that okay let me try this because not working let me try a small hole there and see some water i can get it or let me try another one here that is not what we are supposed to do we are supposed to go back to the original the original plan of god was always for the church of christ the birth of christ is always with the holy spirit and i believe today's church have moved away i'm not saying that we don't have the holy spirit please don't get me wrong i'm saying once again the wells must started springing from down within and say god really come and be upon us i want to see god anything that hinders my walk with you that flow of that spirit in my life and your life i want to get rid of it i want to get rid of that so that the living water will flow once again and together imagine there are so many wells in this room and we can have plenty to offer to the world outside a lot of people dry a lot of people who have lost their way and we are saying god lord we are call- you called us to be that carriers of that living water but we have closed up the well for so long and we got to do what isaac did dig up the old wells when you and i were born again he planted that for us holy spirit as a guaranteed deposit but what we have done we kept putting other things and as a result of that we don't see the full manifestation of the holy spirit we don't see it the world is contributing its part satan is doing his part but i think we are also doing our part and today i want to plead with you if you just continue to come to church and hear message and go back and come wait for next week and in between you fill the fill your life with a whole lot of things i can assure you we will have to wait for a very very long time for any revival to happen in our own life or in the life of the church if you really desire i desire and i have to make things right in my life you have to make things right in your life let's collectively look to god and say god i want to see these wells dug up again my life is supposed to be that living water flowing so that people around me will know that there is a god with me there is a god i know that is what god meant for each one of us when he called us into his kingdom but it is not so at the moment and i want us just to be a church really come to that place and saying god i need to do something if you close your eyes i'm going to share a couple of things for you to ponder on and uh, just think about this there are things that you have contributed satan continue to work against the church we have to resist him and he will flee but not only that there are things that you have done
which actually closed up the well. It is still a well and there is water underneath. It is not dried up. When we get the rubbish that is gone in, when we get that out, the water will begin to flow again. If you know that any areas in your life that has contributed to close up the well, you're not enjoying God like before. You do to a measure, but maybe God has meant much, much more than that for you. Maybe some, it's not about digging new wells, brothers and sisters. God has already provided in you. Take out those rubbish and you will find living water underneath. Take out those things and you will find living water underneath. Let us be a church. Let us, if all the wells are opened up, there will be a stream coming out of this place. Everyone, there will not be anyone in this room or in our neighborhood will have to go through a drought. Everyone will experience new life. That is perhaps something that we can wait for, we can pray for, but let's do what we have to do. If you feel that you have contributed in any way to close up the well, I use some of the things. I'm sure there are a hundred more other things may have come from different sides, different things. But you think that I have, I have contributed something. Sometimes it can be just addiction. Sometimes it can be unforgiveness. Sometimes it is just jealousy. Sometimes it's something. Any of those things can actually close up the well. And today if you're saying, God, I want to see this well reopened. But I'm willing. I'm willing to clean up the well. If that's your position, I want you to stand. I'll pray and then we'll close. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask you to help me and my brothers and sisters here. All of us have contributed to a measure in closing that well. But we want to be like good sons and daughters. We know that our well is not closed up, but it's not dried up. I pray, God, the things that are coming between us and you, sometimes it can be addiction, sometimes it can be uh, too much of that, sometimes it can be too much, of, too much of food, too much of drinks, too much of uh, uh, watching, too much of that, too much of, too, in, too much of indulgence. Sometimes it can be there are some real issues that are battles in our mind. Unforgiveness, bitterness. Lord, these things have actually closed up the well for us. Lord, help every one of us in this room so that we may open up the well again. May life flow in and through every individual 
and lord every well may be opened up every this church may come into the fullness of what god wants us to be once again lord god life like jesus said lord the spirit of the lord is on me i pray everyone in this room will be confidently be able to say spirit of the lord is on me he has anointed me he has put that well in me and it is meant to flow he has anointed me to preach good news he has anointed me to bind up the broken hearted to give sight to the blind to set the captives free to proclaim the year of the lord's favor when there is no favor when there is no things that are, where there are much negativity and uh, depression around us lord god you called us to be a living well where life flow in and through us oh god so help us as a church lord we will not be just people come to do a ritual in this place we will not be just a people just be a sunday going church lord we will be a people living water flowing from us 24 hours lord god in jesus name in jesus name i pray amen amen god bless you